Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 97 of The Pulse. David Miles here. As you may know, I'm a part of the pastoral staff at Maple Valley Church, and uh, we are heading towards Easter. We're in Lent. Last night was our Ash Wednesday service, beginning of Lent, and it was a great time of worship and reflection. Had some really incredible uh, prayer stations around the sanctuary, and I shared just a few reflections, um, things that I've been thinking about over the course of the last week or so. And I was hoping to be able to share a few of those with you today because I know some of you weren't able to make it last night. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I went on a trip with Corner of Love. Uh, As you know, if you've listened to some of our previous uh, podcasts or you've been in service with us, but went with Corner of Love to Costa Rica to serve Nicaraguan refugees. And it was an incredible trip, one that allowed me to see more of God's beautiful creation, uh, but also to serve his beautiful creation as we were able to provide aid to refugees from Nicaragua. And it was a reminder of God's goodness as well as the sinfulness and brokenness of humankind. We saw beautiful sunsets and flowers, uh, the ocean and volcanoes, birds, monkeys, all kinds of beautiful things. But along with that, we also saw gunshot wounds and illness. We saw tears and sadness. We saw people who truly had lost just about everything. And there's this stark contrast between the beautiful landscape around us and the people that we were serving, people who had fled for their lives, people who had come face to face with the mortality of humankind, people who had lost loved ones or who had had, who have had their own lives at risk. And it was heartbreaking to hear about the corruption and the violence that is taking so many lives and putting other lives at risk. You know, it, it truly served as a reminder that our days on this earth are finite that life and death are both realities of our existence, and that in many ways, uh, the ways of man are not the ways of God. When God created the world, it was this good and perfect place. In Genesis 2, 7, it says, Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. And here we see for a moment the fact that creation, the land, the the sky, the seas, all of this was beautiful and it was right. In addition to humankind, things were as God intended them to be. But we know how humankind, man and women, were deceived and, and really took matters into their own hands. They developed this desire Uh, for autonomy from God. Adam and Eve desire to pursue their own way. And we many times have this same sort of desire to pursue our own way. You see, God's good and beautiful creation where mankind was in step with God was infiltrated by this desire to see one's own direction, to see one's own way pursued and carried out. I know this is true for me. I oftentimes, if not uh, far more frequently than I'd like to admit, uh, seek and desire my own way. And this is what we call sin. Uh, It's this desire to do things apart from God, things that are not in step with his leading, things that are not consistent with his good and beautiful and perfect plan for creation. Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And so oftentimes that is what is 
what happens with our own plans. We think that they are good and true. Oftentimes we find ourselves uh, in search of a way that appears to be right to us, a way that serves our interests, a way that brings about the things that society says we should possess, a way that brings about the praises of man. And yet when examined under the light of God's truth and in the context of God's perfect plan for creation, we see that really the only place this leads is to death. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And sometimes we try to convince ourselves that our, that our ways are the ways of the Lord so that we can justify our actions, so that we can put our minds at ease with the decisions we make. We follow the way of Adam and Eve rather than the way of the one who created them, and this way leads to death. Now, on Ash Wednesday, we had the opportunity to be reminded of our finite physical nature. It's the same reminder that God gives to Adam in Genesis 3.19 when he says, For you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. And last night on Ash Wednesday, it marked the beginning of Lent, where in this season we we are reminded of uh, our sin, and that in our sin we are spiritually dead. That in choosing to go our own way, we distance ourselves from God. And yet when on Ash Wednesday the ashes are imposed on a person's forehead, we are reminded that there is a better way. It's the way of the Creator, the way that God intended us to go when he formed humankind from the dust. It is a way of hope marked by the cross. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10 says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you, were fo- when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Paul reminds the church at Ephesus that the ways of man lead to death, but there is a better way found through faith in the redeeming work of Christ on the cross. Following this better way does require us to lay down our own agendas. It requires us to lay down our desires, and ultimately, at the end of the day, it requires us to lay down our way. It requires us to examine our motives and to confess those things that are not in keeping with the Creator's way for creation. And it requires us to listen, to seek God's leading and His direction. As I shared last night and reminded people, we have as a congregation, have been in a season of prayer and fasting, a season of discernment, a time where we have been laying down our own agendas, our own plans, our own desires, 
really in an attempt to discern God's way for us as a church and as individual members of this body. And in this time, if God has spoken to you, let me encourage you to find somebody at church on Sunday, a staff member, an elder, uh, someone that you can talk with and really share what God might have been speaking to you because we want to be a body, a church, a people that listens to God so that we can follow God's way and not our own. But as we move into Lent, my encouragement last night and my encouragement to you today is this, to continue fasting and praying. Perhaps you want to continue fasting from the same things that you were fasting from for the last several weeks. Maybe that's your morning cup of coffee. Maybe that's lunch. Maybe that's uh, your favorite show on Netflix. Whatever that is, maybe you want to continue doing that. Or maybe you want to give up something different as a way to focus yourself and uh, to really be intentional about a time of prayer. Uh, Really, at the end of the day, Prayer and, prayer and fasting are two principles, two disciplines that um, are so essential to the Christian life. And fasting may seem like this odd sort of practice, but it really is a practice of humility that reminds us of our reliance on God to meet our needs. It serves as a reminder to focus our attention on God and the work he desires to do in our lives. It reminds us of our need for God to transform us from the inside out, to reach those deep, dark places where, where we are holding on to sin those deep, dark places that we don't want to show to anyone else. We need him to come in and transform those parts, the deepest parts of our being, and work from the inside out to transform our character. And really, when we allow God to transform us, to remove the sin that keeps us pursuing our own way, we will find great hope, great, great hope and new life in God's way, in his better way a way that truly is made possible through Christ's sacrifice on the cross. Well, as you move into Lent, let me encourage you to wrestle with these thoughts. Wrestle with the idea of giving up your own way in pursuit of God's way, because God's way is the better way. I want to thank you so much for listening to The Pulse this week. We hope that you will join us on Sunday, and we hope that you'll continue listening to The Pulse as we share more things uh, that hopefully encourage and equip you and keep you in the loop on what's going on around here at Maple Valley Church. Have a great day. Bye-bye.